Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific Time, for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. That's right. The Jokers and Jesters Comedy Tour is back on the road. We are currently promoting our second Amazon Prime special, Jokers and Jesters, the next special. We will be touring small towns across this great country of ours, so for our tour date, follow us on Facebook at Jokers and Jester Comedy Tour or at our website, jokersandjester.com. It's a great night of music, laughter, and magic. Don't miss us as we come to a small town near you. We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the word. Hello to all you filth bags and something duckers that are looking for employment. We are hiring 87,000 new IRS agents. Are you able to knock on doors and demand to see people's tax returns? We need people who are willing to handle firearms. You need to be the government's new army. Your job will consist of number not grades of people who work as waitresses and did not report all their cash tips. Or maybe they had a yard sale and did not report income. You might need to shoot someone dead who is refusing to cooperate. Or you may have to deal with some childrens. That part is for me. You might need to enforce your will on people by any means necessary to force those 99% dolts and income poops to give over all their property to the 1%. 
If they say they voted for Trump, you kick them in the kumquats. Look, almost 75 million Americans voted for Trump. Another 12 million voted for other candidates. There is another 40 million that voted for Brandon and said something mean about him on spy book. We need to teach those political enemies that we mean business as we turn America into a third world hellhole for all. If you vote Democrat we will be coming for you eventually, but for now we are starting our training and first order of work with bringing those right and center wing extremists to those FEMA camps that they do not exist. So he wants to work for the IRS. Just go to their website and then we will put you in basic training. Once you prove to us you can handle a firearm and threaten Trump supporters hardcore enough, we will place you on those mean streets and help us confiscate property on all those fuss budgets that did not complete a perfect error-free annual taxation form. Good luck to all you applicants. And good luck all you adults and something that cares who will let us get away with it. Hello everyone. I am Broccoli Man. At night I fight for organic GMO free food. During the day I fight crime against child trafficking. Please watch my story on rumble.com. Just look up Broccoli Man and you can see my regular run-ins and follies with G-Lobalist, The Wiretap, The Millennials, and everyone else I run into. I fight communists and very pro-free speech. Just check me out. Broccoli Man on Rumble.com Hello Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire River. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the one world government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to proof negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money. Anyway, listen to proof negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative Show here on Freedomizerradio.com Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show right here on Freedomizerradio.com Now sit back and enjoy the show.
Welcome back to another great night here on Freedomizer Radio. 
Of course, I'm your host, Proof Negative, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer. I want to thank everybody so much for finding us today. Today happens to be Monday. TGIM, everyone. Thank goodness it's another broadcasting week about to start for us here. And, well, I am happy to be here as always. We will have Christina joining us here in just a second. If you want to be a part of the show tonight, the number here is 319-527-6208. And just press lucky number one on your phone, and I will make it a point to bring you into tonight's conversation. So with that, let's go ahead and bring Christina in here. Christina, welcome in. Good evening, Proof. Thank you for the warm welcome. And thanks to everyone well, thank for joining for us. Sure, 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 sure. So so how's life treating you today? I guess it's okay. So um, <laughs> nothing exciting happened over the weekend. But yeah. uh, I will tell you, I, I really, after 22 years, and I realize it's a necessary evil, but I, I just don't I don't want to spend a lot of time on 9-11 because sure. I just feel like at this point nothing's going to change. If we haven't done anything right. in 22 years to change it, it's not getting changed. Very true. Very true. And, and you know, that was what's funny is obviously we have – you know, the blue side right now, the left, just abusing so many things. But then basically at that moment in time, we had the right, <laughs> you know, not doing such wonderful things. So, so yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't think we can trust the government on any side. We haven't been able to for a long time. Just so much corruptness. I mean, when you, yeah, when you go into that and look at everything you just yeah you can't make sense of it so i agree we might as well focus and i just feel like it was just brought in as a vehicle to enslave us and that was just the the way that they've been able to to fix us i suppose yeah and you know uh dr david martin always talks about how it was that was a time to bring in the anthrax thing um, and those vaccinations. Remember the shots? I think they gave quite a few of them to our military. Um, So it's just never ending. (laughs) You know, the government and the pharmaceutical companies, I mean, oh, it is just never ending. They both need to go. Both need to go. So I guess I could get in trouble for saying that. <laughs> Not about the pharmaceutical company, but I guess for the government I could. So uh, we just, um, there's so much going on. I was just reading, I just glanced at this article. I had missed it about, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. First of all, I don't understand why is the IRS 
why do they have to have um, so much arsenal, you know, firearms and, and all this stuff? What? I don't get that. All they are is they're supposed to be keeping track of people's taxes. So, you know, it's it's saying here in this article that they're loading up on 40 caliber submachine guns. I mean, yeah. this is crazy. Well, and I have a theory for that personally. Uh, well, it's it's multiple tiered, I suppose. But the main thing is that, see, the United States military on its own cannot fire any weaponry against its U.S. citizens. However, the the current governments, or or since Barry Satoro and his husband Michael Robinson Obama, who I know for a fact is a very nice lady, that. <laughs> Uh, they have decided that we could start funding the alphabet agencies instead as a way to subvert the law of the land. So if that means that we could arm every government agency, and who knows, maybe they're funding NASA to have guns, like people that whose job it is to get to outer space, maybe they need weapons. Why does the Social Security Department need weapons? And then you have, like, this the freaking governor of New Mexico. Is she delirious? Yeah. <laughs> well, even, the, even the, the huge government, not government, the, the huge gun grabbers are saying she's overstepping. Yeah, she is. She, she, can't, she cannot, like, put a halt on the U.S. Constitution. I'm sorry. She does not have that power. I don't care what she declares as an emergency. She cannot do that. I mean, you know, she needs to be removed immediately. When we have politicians that are that ignorant about thinking that they have that kind of power, I mean, that's not what they're there for. So I just, Honestly, I mean, they somebody needs to be doing something to get her out of there. That's just crazy. I mean, she well, shouldn't be when they... asking for her to resign. I don't think that's going Absolutely. to happen. But there are people asking her to to give it up. Yeah, I mean, you just you can't you just can't. That's just not right. I mean, when there's someone that ignorant, you know, in that type of a position. No, they should. They should remove her immediately. Um, I just, you know, it was just, a, I, I was listening to someone talk about um, the, the judge, too. I guess it was, um, Har, uh, was it Horowitz? He was talking to Megyn Kelly. I don't know. Did you see that interview? Or no, no. was it him? No, it wasn't him. Who was it, doggone it, they were talking about how the judge overseeing all the January 6th, you know, making all the judgments and stuff, they were right. saying, you know, that a judge, uh, especially of her level, they have um, qualities that cannot sway at all, that, that, that has to be there. 
and you know she's been voicing her opinion on many many things and they're like you know you can't do that that is um, grounds for immediate removal of her overall right but that's but that that's why the democrats have her there though that that's why they chose her to take this case about january 6th because they know these people are radical okay so why aren't the republicans removing her that's I mean, a good question. Oh. That's why they're very hard to vote for, because there's no... You have bullies, and then you got cowards. So uh, I guess that, that that is the political parties. Are you a bully or are yeah. you a coward? Yeah, exactly. No, it's true. It's sickening. Ah. They're all a bunch of cowards in in my eyes, but I um yeah I don't know it it just makes. But there, no uh, if you that. saw that uh, they're going after the Infowars host Owen Schroyer tomorrow, he's in court. They want to sentence him possibly for up to a year because he questions the legitimacy of the 2020 election. They admit he did nothing the, uh, at January 6th except covered it with Alex Jones and was nowhere near the Capitol building, but oh, because he's questioning that. the election and is a, an on-air host, that they, they feel that that's grounds or that's a code word for, uh, for an insurrection. So are they going to go after um, Hillary Clinton and Al Gore and all these other well, you ones. You know the answer to that. You don't you have know? to waste your breath on that. <laughs> I know. I know. It's true. It's true. But you, you, mean, they're, they're arresting people for 22 years who were was not even in the city. Yeah, I heard that. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, once again, it's like where every... But they told you, though, in, in January 2021, and I played that plenty of times before with James Clapper that said the goal is to go after everyone who does not support the Democrat Party, including people that voted Libertarian. I've played the clip I don't know how many times in 2021 yeah. and 2022. No, you're, right. you're right. So they're, they're fulfilling. That's the yeah. only promise that they're fulfilling. Right. And if I they mean, get a second true. term, they, it's going to be Hitler all over again. Oh, absolutely. Because, because they know how... The more unpopular they are, Christina, the more the more all out they are to go get us, because that's yeah. the only way they could justify what they're doing, because they know they're losing. So right. if they can create martial law, make these fake ballots, start arresting people who don't like them, they, they think that's the way for power, not not to just put a better candidate out there. Yeah. You're right. You are right. They don't right. have a viable candidate right now that, I mean, they, they have Michael Robinson Obama, but, and to be totally honest, and it's, uh, and taking my joke out of it, that particular pronoun will get more votes than anyone else because everybody that voted for Barry Satoro 
will vote for Big Mike because they want to stand in line and vote for the first black woman for president. Oh. They believe they believe she's a nice lady. That that has nothing to do with me being funny. Well, so, did she just announce that she was going to run, or or was that no? I thought I saw something. Oh, she doesn't want the job. Okay. And Governor hmm. Grusom says he's not interested. We'll see about that, but he believes that Kamala could win the presidency. Oh, that one's a good one. Oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? No, he he came out a few days ago and said he's not running. <laughs> he has no interest in being president in 2024 uh, because he's God. good friends with Kamala and uh, believes that Kamala has the opportunity to win this outright. Oh my gosh! I mean, that just goes to show you how if it goes that far. Serious he is. Oh my gosh. And did you, talking about Newsom, you know, they said the latest polls showed that a huge, like two to one, I mean, huge um, ratio said that they absolutely do not want to fund the um, money for the, I don't know what you call it but the slave thing, you know, that he was trying to get the reparations for. Even the, oh, yes, the I mean, reparations, yes. Yeah, they don't want it. They don't want it. I mean, it's gotten shot down, I think this was the second time, big time. Mm-hmm. So at least that's good to know that people, you know, aren't okay with that. Because I, I was beginning to think maybe they would be. In, out there, but but they were even well, saying. Well, see, there, you know, there, even... there's two factors about that. So that, that you have to think about it this way. The Republican side, of course, ain't interested. Period. Right. The Democrat side believes that they're not going far enough and want a way ridiculous more amount of money. Like, they want every black person in, in California to get paid like like sports athletes. Everybody should be paid like LeBron James, basically, for being black. And I'm not mocking, I'm not mocking LeBron James' salary. If, if the fakers want to pay him and he puts buttons yeah. in the seats and he plays, and I'm not arguing about he's overpaid. I'm arguing that they believe that, 20-year-old whomever, not to pick on anyone's name, but a 20-year-old black girl living in Compton should get almost or or as much as LeBron James. That's what they're arguing, which is why the Democrats are voting no. Because $5 million a year is not enough. I wish I was joking. I wish I was joking on that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, and then, um, so I wish we, I wish we could get someone on here to call about Burning Man that was there. Did Did you hear that? I'm still, I still can't believe it. But supposedly, I mean, do you know much about what happened? 
about them burning that you there was a a large presence of Ukraine yeah. there. So uh, as far as Ukraine, I don't know anything about that. Okay. So literally they said there was a ritual the night before the rain. They said that the literally the deputy of defense of Ukraine that was appointed this year for digital and media defense was at Burning Man filming. And so they um, they had this, it was literally this whole thing. It was like uh, it was supposed to represent the Phoenix burning and they had this big square. Uh, did you see that that part where the big square around it and then they burnt it? And that was literally a Ukrainian, whatever you call them. You know, that's what they brought over. And they even had an opera singer, a Ukrainian opera singer show up unannounced singing and dancing at it. It was like supposedly a ritual. So what the heck is going on? But it said, um, why, let's see, what they bring this Ukrainian war. It was supposedly a Ukrainian war fertility ritual. So it's just bizarre what they're talking about. And, you know, I don't know. They, they said, too, just, the amount of rain they said that fell in a matter of hours was what they would usually receive in two to three months. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they got three months of rain in one day. I mean, that was crazy. And they were talking about one, I think one doctor talked about trench foot or something. I don't know what he was talking I guess from the, the mud and stuff, but, um, I guess one person did die, which I know you've heard that. But it was, you know, and they were telling them, they knew, I guess they knew the rain was coming, but they told them to just stay there and shelter in place. So it's it's just a little odd because I don't even, I think, in fact, there were two big things from Ukraine that were there. And like I said, the one they burnt, and it was like a ritual the night before the rain. But I don't even know if they got to burn the other items, you know, the the big ones that they normally do. But I I talked to a friend of mine. He's been he had he had attended a few years ago, and so I messaged him today, and I said, you know, did you go this year? And he said no. And he said, but I have a good friend I know that went. And I said, well, I said, if if you could, you know, I would like you to get in touch with him, see if he would talk to me about what took place or whatever. Because the only ones I think that were are report, you know, there's the CNN reported on it, which I don't really listen to anything that they, you know, say about things. I don't know if it's being blown out of proportion or if, but I mean, it is kind of odd that the deputy of defense of Ukraine was there filming Burning Man. That's, that's a little odd to me. So 
I don't know. And I don't, and I'm really not that familiar with Burning Man, honestly. I don't know if it's a harmless thing or, you know, what. I I thought it was kind of like just a bunch of sort of like, well, no, somebody said it's, I guess it's um, people, pretty well-off people that, that go out in the desert and do this. Making, I guess, a statement about kind of, kind of like um, a Woodstock thing, I guess. Only it's it's not a bunch of you know just poor hippie people. It's it's literally well-to-do people that go out there and gather to do this. So I don't know. I need to look into it more. But hopefully, information from that guy and find out if what the Ukraine thing is all about. But, oh, and I um, was, I think I mentioned this to you a while back about how I noticed during the COVID thing that all these blood plasma places were going up, new locations, and I was like, you know, this is kind of weird. And you know, the name on all of them is um, that, I guess it's Griffles. It's G-R-I-F-O-L-S. So it was interesting. It just popped up in my YouTube feed today. Um, that company is out of Spain. So what's interesting is they have started popping up a bunch of those blood plasma centers. And especially in, like, poor neighborhoods. Um, They were talking about, like, in Detroit, you know, how horrible Detroit is now. So they've they've put a couple of them in the city down there among the really, really poor. And, you know, they have – and obviously they're paying people for their blood plasma. And – I mean, it was it was an interesting documentary, and and the workers, the, the people that run the places, the the crew that was filming this documentary, I mean, they wouldn't, they didn't want them in there. They didn't want them talking to the people coming out after they had given the blood. Um, so they even called the police on them a couple times. So basically, they would have to stand way across the way and just film from a distance and some of the people you know saw them and they were coming over and talking to them and it's kind of frightening to think about it because there you know there were a couple of them they were talking about how you know so many people are destitute these days that all they do so they basically go in and you're not really talking to individuals. You have to, like, do this, answer a bunch of questions on this, like, computer or whatever. And and then the only thing a, a person will do to assist you is they check, like, I think they were checking the blood pressure. You can go in there, and they said, if somebody's desperate enough, they can lie. If they have AIDS or they have something wrong with them, they could go in there and literally just, answer the question and be like no I don't 
I mean, it's it's scary. And they're the the ones that are not for profit that collect blood, um, they only allow people to do it once a month. Well, the people at the Griffal places, they literally some people go in there twice a week. And, you know, one guy came out and was talking to him about it, and he said, yeah, I had to quit going because he said, I passed out. He said, they don't tell you. They don't say anything about, oh, you know, you should only do this so many times. But is that there is, um, they got a hold of, I guess, one of the forms that they have to sign when they're doing this. And it was, it's one of those fine print things. And he said, obviously, no one reads it. You know, they just sign it. But it was um, basically what it what it is doing is it gives them permission to use their blood to make drugs. So basically, the people, you know, they don't realize that. They think that this blood is going to help somebody else, you know. But literally, they're saying that most of the blood is sold to private companies. They're saying only 20% of it is used in hospitals. So only 20% of the blood collected is used in hospitals. And the 80% of it is literally used to produce drugs. And like I said, this company originated in Spain. And and it's just it's mind-blowing what's going on. I know at one, and I guess this happened quite a few years ago, but, you know, the scare when they realized some of the blood was contaminated with, like, AIDS virus. And um, obviously they hopped on that pretty quick, but still, you know, they say that they can clean the blood and keep it, you know, it, it, they clean it somehow and it gets rid of all the viruses and a or whatever. But I'm thinking, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't necessarily believe that. But I just um, found that very interesting that uh, so many drugs are produced from a bunch of different blood from different types being spun together. I mean, it's crazy. And when you when you watch this video and see what it looks like and see what they do with it, I was just like, oh, I mean, it's disgusting. So anyway, so have you, I mean, do you ever notice those centers up around you? No, not really. I, I mean, I know there's plasma centers here, obviously, but I don't okay. really pay attention to them. Well, I know the Griffalls, I know it's around here. I've, uh, I've seen them here in Missouri and Illinois, so... I don't know. I have but, donated uh, blood before. Yeah, I used to, but um, I had developed, a, after having children, a strange JK antibody, and it, they couldn't figure out where it came from. It said normally people get it from when they get blood given to them, and I said, I've never had blood transfusions. So the only thing I could figure out is I know my mother did when she was a young girl. So I don't know if it can 
transfer, but it, it was just weird. So anyway, they just said, you know, if, if you went and um, you you can't donate blood because they said it's just like you. They said if somebody were to donate blood that you needed and it had this, I guess, the antigen in it or whatever, they said it would kill you. I was like, oh, that's nice to know. So I have to carry the card around saying I have it. But, but other, other than that, it doesn't cause me any problems. It's just if I ever need blood. So, but um, I, I've also heard that, you know, that's the other thing out there. I've heard that there's ways that they can get people to produce blood in other ways than transfusions. And I don't exactly know how that works, but I just know like Jehovah Witnesses, um, you know, they do bloodless surgeries, but they also have ways, I think, that they can um, help somebody that needs blood. So it'd just be really nice if, you know, all this information was available to everyone. But, of course, it's not. So, um there was, uh, I was, it happened on to somebody else new too, this little gal, I didn't catch her name. I know she's known as Queen of the Thrones. And she basically, years ago, she was pretty sick. And she got into becoming a, a naturopath doctor. And she started working with like castor oil. And she noticed that her toxic, her liver was toxic. So she had to clean it out. And so she fixed herself this like homemade, you know, uh, castor oil pack and had it over her liver and stuff. And she was like using it every day. And she said, every day I noticed an improvement. And eventually she was like, I didn't have to wake up in the middle of the night to go to the restroom anymore. She said, I just slept all through the night. She said, I no longer had like hot flashes. I mean, there were all kinds of that went away with her. And um, so she started sleeping with it at night. And she said, my vision got better. I mean, she said, just everything was incredible. So I, you know, I've always heard this. I know that castor oil helps to pull toxins out of your body but anyway I ordered one of her kits today because the the worst thing about castor oil packs when you make them yourself I actually used them back when I was sick with um, the bioweapon virus they were putting out there Um, I used it on my chest to just try to pull out you know whatever was in there but it's messy so she has made these little pads. She's got one that you wear, like, over the liver. She's got one you can put on your thyroid. She's got one for the eyes. Um, it's just very interesting. And they basically, they kind of keep the mess off of you, uh, the way she set them up. So, anyway, it's very interesting. And um, I think, uh, you know, people probably ought to pay more attention to the castor oil thing. Not, it's not for taking it internally. It's just basically for making the packs and, and pulling things out of your body. Um, she did talk about 
how you could take a very little bit of it and swish it around in your mouth for oil pulling. She said it's even better than like the coconut oil and stuff. But um, she, the, the one thing that was very interesting is she was talking about, and she said you got to make sure this that's really pure when you're putting it here. But she said a lot of people like with dyes on the eye. She said, and, and if you feel one coming on, she said, literally, if you just put a little drop on the sty on the eye, she said, literally, it will keep it from popping up. And she said, if you have one, she said, almost like 100% of the, you know, obviously, it's not going to be 100, but she said, close to 100% of the time, people that put the castor oil on the, the sty, it literally will go away. So I just thought that was pretty interesting because, um, I've known people that have those, and I, in fact, there was one person I talked to about it today because they've had one for a long time, and they were thinking they were going to have to go to a dermatologist to get it fixed. And I told him, I said, heck, I'd try this first. I said, it's not going to hurt to put a drop of castor oil on your, you know, on the sky and see what happens. So, but uh, just a good health tip. I think people need to check into it. And, um and then also, um, have you ever done celery juice? Uh, I've done smoothies with with celery and, and some other stuff, oh, but, but I don't. don't I don't right. like you to just use juice. and throw the fiber out. Yeah. Well, I understand, but sometimes sometimes juices are to be used for like medicine, okay? And the reason that is is because obviously when you remove all the fibrous tissue or, you know, fibrous components of the, the plant or the fruit or whatever, um, your body will immediately absorb, you know, the nutrients. So that's basically the biggest reason to, to do the juice sometimes. But um, so what they found out with the celery juice, and I have to admit, I've, I've done celery juice quite a few times. And so it's got it's got little bundles of sodium, not like salt salt, not that kind. It's, you know, these are just sodium bundles that are like really healing for the body. And it's just very interesting. I was listening to there were so many different testimonials of people that have been doing this every day. They've cured, you know, and they've it's taken away their migraines, which I understand because, you know, I I remember another guy years ago because um, I literally had classic migraines, you know, from like 13 to to after menopause. So it was um, it was always a pain in the butt, and I uh, did know that the salts and stuff could sometimes help. So I um next time I have a headache I'm definitely going to try the celery juice. But it, people have healed all kinds of um all kinds of ailments with it. I mean obviously you have to do it right. You have to juice 16 work up to about 32 ounces and you have to juice it and you have to strain it. And then, you know, you have to drink it on an empty stomach and do it, you know, like every day religiously. But people have, you know, cured skin diseases and um, just all kinds of things. So just another uh, 
a health thing that some people might want to try. I know it's not the, and like I said, I've drank it, so I know it's not the tastiest stuff in the world, but it's not too bad. It's really not. It kind of depends on the celery itself. You know, it seems like some celery is better than others, but um, it is definitely a good juice to do, and obviously it's not going to raise your blood sugars with it being celery. So, but, uh, oh. And the other, what else was I? Oh, I was going to, um, there was an interesting, I, I've been reading, um, oh, Joe, let's see, where did the book go? Ah, is it, uh, how do you say his name? Is it Joe Dis, uh, Dispensa, something like that? What am I thinking of? Anyway, his his new book was uh, Becoming Supernatural. Have you ever heard of um, Jetson and I don't know how to pronounce this, Mila Repa or Mila Repa? It was a yogi from years ago in the 11th I century. I Okay. Well, I hadn't heard of him either, but... But this um, this book is really uh, is really cool, and I've I've started reading it. And he tells in the foreword part of the book, he was talking about. He said there was an 11th century poet, mystic, and yogi. His name was Ujetsun Milarepa, and he was known as simply Milarepa. It's M-I-L-A-R-E-P-A. So, like I said, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but. Um, he he basically retreated high in the the Himalayas after losing his family and loved ones to um, massive like violence. So and they were you know they had a lot. They were pretty well off, but but when he lost his family and loved ones, he just you know he he basically chose to renounce all of his worldly possessions and just go and live up in the Himalayas. Um, and it says it was here where he breached the law of physics. He, on more than one occasion, demonstrated that we are confined in our lives only by the limits of our own beliefs. And still to this day, it is a mystery to modern-day scientists what Milarepa was able to do. He literally pressed his hand at shoulder level up against the rock wall of a cave and he had um so he was a like a yogi teacher so he had his students you know in there watching him but he literally pressed his hand up against the wall in this cave and it says he pushed his hand farther into the wall as if the stone did not exist and then when he did so the rock beneath his hand literally became soft and malleable giving way to the to the pressure of his hand and still to this day the yogi's hand impression can still be seen and it it wasn't only once literally they said there were you know he showed his students this on more than one occasion so um you can actually go into this cave still up into the himalayas and you can see his handprint um set into the stone in several different places. So, I mean, it's mind-blowing when people can make those things happen. 
you know, and I just, you know, I still, the people that talk about the out-of-body traveling and stuff, it's like, I want to do that so bad, but it scares me to death. I just like, it's just, it's so crazy. But, um, but you know, people like him, obviously there's proof that this stuff happens. And it, it just said that, you know, the great teacher's meditation teaches that, that he is a part of the rock, not separate from it. So anyway, it just, um, there's just so many things out there for all of us to, to really still find out. And I still, I got to get that. I have to, I'll have to go over there and get the name of that book. But, um, it's just very interesting, and you know, in the book I read, he he gives examples of. Um, oh, your you know, phone cut people. out. Oh, there you are. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. He. You're um, there. Go ahead. Oh, you can hear no, me. No, go now. ahead. Okay. I, I was just telling yeah. you that they couldn't hear uh, me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so his first. Um, you know, he talks about his first, not no, I'm, I'm away from the old 11th century yogi now. Now I'm talking about uh, Dr. Joe. And he teaches people, you know, how to just be present and, you know, just let everything go and kind of move outside of your body. But, you know, he had his, one of the first, Um, People he talks about is he had a a woman and it's just, you know, you think about these things when they happen and it's just like, you know, and I know people personally that have gone through these things and it's like, it's amazing how people can, can conquer the things that are thrown at them sometimes. But he tells the story of this woman who's on a beautiful day, I guess, out in California. She's sitting with the doors open, just letting the breeze hit her. And then she hears one of her kids, you know, just playing, doing something happily, and the other one upstairs. And then all of a sudden she said she realizes that she hasn't heard from her husband for hours. She said something just seems very, very odd. And so literally like an hour later, you know, she she couldn't get a hold of her husband. She tried reaching him and everything. Literally an hour later, officers showed up at her door and to give her the news that her husband had literally jumped off the tallest building wherever they are. And, and, you know, she said it it was just, and, and she was a psychologist. So here she is, you know, she's one of the people that help people cope with these things. And this just happens to her. And, what was crazy is the kids had said, had told her, Dad gave us both hugs this morning before he left and, you know, said a few things to us, but but he didn't say anything to her. He didn't tell her goodbye. So can you imagine, I mean, everything going through her mind that she's happened to deal with and eventually, you know, she just, the stress just knocked on her butt because you know she started having financial struggles and just just everything I mean you're you know her whole world was falling apart 
And right, exactly. The got, yeah, the stress got so bad, you know, that it literally crippled her. She woke up one morning and could not walk. She could not move anything below her waist. And, I mean, it's just it's a long story, but but anyway, she ended up finding Dr. Joe and going to some of his seminars, and she ended up doing the meditations, listening to, you know, he, he has teachings out there that tells you how to do it. She ended up doing all this. She ended up because but even before she got to him, she was even diagnosed with a, a tumor. So she just, her life was falling apart. It was about as bad as you can get. And she literally dug in and started doing this stuff. Her life started improving. And eventually she healed everything. I mean, I just, I can't even go into everything that was wrong with her. And the doctors told her, was, you know, told her she was crazy. There's no way you're ever going to heal any of this just with what you're saying. She did. She did it all. And she's perfectly healthy these days. And now she helps all kinds of people. You know, it's just, it's amazing. But, you know, and I, I guess these things happen to people so that they can be inspirations. And, and teach the rest of us, you know. So, you know, when somebody thinks they're having a bad day and then you read something like that and it's just like, oh, my gosh, you know, we, we have no reason to complain. So just um, that's all I've read so far in the book, but it was about that, that one. I can't wait to read about the other ones. But just very interesting what, what can be done when – can really be just in the present moment and, you know, not think, just let go and stuff. So, I mean, I've, I've got to work on it too, but I think uh, meditation is, is probably a very, very, you know, necessary thing <laughs> really for many of us. But, um, you know, you just, you learn things. He said, basically she was just, you know, when things like that happen, you know, they said then people, you know, friends will come up to you and they're, oh, I'm so sorry. And he's like, and he said that causes the person to completely relive every moment of that day. So they said your, you know, your autonomic system just once again has to go through this whole thing again. And he said that's what just beats you down physically. So, it's just, and, and I will say that, I know that. I, I, I have too much evidence now of how stress is definitely probably one of the biggest things that really bring people down. So, I mean, I know when I did have my, migra- my classic migraines, I know that that was, a lot of times that was one of the biggest things that would bring them on. Just being overly stressed and stuff about something. So I just um, thought that was pretty cool. So anyway. So how's the weather out in Vegas right now? Uh, it was it, in the high it, 90s, I think, today. Yeah. You guys know that you haven't had any more rain? Torrential rains. 
We might have had some a few days ago, but not enough to worry about. Okay. Well, that's no good. monsoons or anything here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. I was looking, they were showing the pictures of Burning Man, and oh, my gosh, it was just like so weird. I mean, people were, they'd step in it, and it would just get worse and worse, and it was like glue. I mean, it was crazy. But I guess that's what happens when you're on desert land like that and it never sees rain. So that's um, kind of a a weird place that they meet, but I guess that's part of why they do it. I don't really know. Oh. So, so uh, I... Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead if you got something. I was I was starting to say, well, are you gonna do your broccoli man? Oh, I could. Are you saving it's it for later? Well, whenever you're ready. But if you're ready now, I can throw them up there. I've got it up and ready when you are. Okay. So this one here. They just had a debate, a debate over the weekend. So I wanted to make sure everybody got to see the debate. Okay. So they had uh, G. Lobelist, Broccoli Man, a couple of the millennials, and liberal person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm sure you'll you'll appreciate the background. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I am. <laughs> I'm wait. That's what I can't wait to see. Okay. How it's gonna All right, in. so let's go ahead and, uh, and count it down then. So, okay. So debate September 2023. So hold on, I'm not ready. There I am. Okay. So <laughs> three, two, one, action. Hello again, everyone. We have another great debate here tonight regarding a bunch of topics in the news. This debate is sponsored tonight by Liza McKeefar Mafia Dickles. We have created a new COVID variant. So please rush out to your local China Mart and get your new gene therapy. Remember, if anyone dumbass asks you if they are safe and effective, you tell them it is the safest gene therapy ever. That is why the inserts are always blank. Tonight we will feature the completely wrong view that is thought by babies who are not liberal. I am not sure. We have the liberals who always consider the correct point of view. We're loving and liberal. <laughs> why am I the only black person on this something dugger? And we are lucky today to have with us the CEO of Lysenica Pharmacia Dickles. He is also selling the Lysenica Suicide Pods. Eventually all of the 99% of us will die. 
so why not choose to die right now in one of the Lysenica suicide pods? Anyway, we have Mr. Delibelist. Don't worry, I hate you all and I will reduce the carbon by starting you removing your pathetic souls from this earth first. Delibelist is generous enough to offer everyone a discount on your gene therapies if you order right now using promo code NOLIABILITY. Don't forget to get your Lysenica Freedom microchip so you can have everything you do monitored and recorded at all times. It is the absolute best way to keep you safe. I love my Freedom microchip. Our first topic tonight, what do you about the fake news that we are bringing back all the COVID mandates? There is rumor that we are selling the false rumor that there are going to be new gene therapy requirements, wearing scans, and lockdowns again. Broccoli man, you can go first since you are wrong. Well, actually. A yacht says what? No being a yacht, I would not know. But all the globalists who need to be arrested for killing the 99% say, huh? <laughs> anyway, back to our question for the liberals. Do we need to start wearing scams again? Absolutely. I never stopped wearing my scam. It saves us from global warming. Wearing scams is the absolute best way to stop COVID. It also tells everyone that you are a Democrat. If you are not wearing a scam in public, it means that you are a dumb Republican. And racist. Don't forget racist and against gay people and women. What about when you flip the box off scams over it? It says the following, this scam does not protect at all whatsoever from COVID. Plus all the other studies that even fake news has said that scams do not work. But you are very misinformed. It absolutely works. Scams work for mind control. The more we force people to wear scams, the more we can sell our gene therapies. We need to promote the fear. We need those 99% useless pieces of trash to cover their nasty faces and go get blood clots and myocardic ties by getting these gene therapies and die. <laughs> I hate you all and want you to die. Exactly, G-Libelist. Excellent point. We all have to wear our scams and go get those gene therapies. Next question. Is it a good idea to ban all kitchen appliances and heating and cooling homes to stop global warming? Liberals, you go first. If you ban everyone from having kitchens, that does not affect me. I only eat plant-based and only eat raw food. I stop taking showers because I do not want Earth's temperature to go up 1.3 degrees in 2,000 years. Huh? Our campus at Southern Hampshire Institute in Technology took out our ceiling fans, heaters, and air conditioners. They took out our microwaves this semester. But if it means we have to give up our comforts to make sure Donald Trump is not president, then I support it. SHIT is one of the best liberal schools ever. I'm ready to eat Zorks and nothing just like Geologos says. We just need a great new president like Michael Robinson Obama. Michael Robinson Obama is a very nice lady. <laughs> Martha, if we can get these useless eaters to wear scams, they will shut up their yaps and stop wasting precious carbon. 
We need to severely limit the amount of carbon they use until we can create a device that can turn carbon dioxide into air we can breathe. Until we can do so, we need to use thinize all you something that cares. We already have those devices all over the earth. They are called trees. Yep. <laughs> Why is this fleabag allowed to talk on this show? Why is it we cannot just have a picture of him instead so we do not have to hear him eight things against our narrative? I need to go over there and put my fists against his thick skull. You try it. I never had one gene therapy so my health is still at full strength. That is not cool. He is a voice. I got only one of my gene therapies and had 58 blood clots and 32 heart attacks. And I still get my gene therapies. Okay, let's get our third question out. Would you support Robert F. Kennedy Jr. for president? Is Brandon too old? Absolutely not. He is Walter Trump. He is against gene therapies and is against the Ukraine war. Robert Kennedy was secretly a Republican. He is against our freedoms to make sure everyone gets gene therapies. Hems is not black. We need Michael Robertson Obama. He is the only black candidate. Larry Elder and Tim Scott are both black. Why not look at their platforms? But they are not black like us. They are Republicans. <laughs> I hope Democrats are black. That's not how it works. You need to shut up that face. You need to stop sharing fake news and promoting the freedom mush. I wish Brandon would indict you for a crime so you would not be able to stop these crimes that take place. We need to defend the police and stop arresting people for things like murder and car thefts. In California, black people are no longer going to be as arrested as long as they vote Democrat. Governor Gruesome knows what's up. He is way strict on crime. That is why so many people are leaving California. Republican voters hate how strict and law-abiding he is in shutting down crime. Please tell us about the crime rate in San Francisco and Los Angeles. Stores and cities are shutting down and moving because of too much crime. People do drugs and crap in the streets. Employees are too scared to go to work because they are mugged in the parking lot. If someone gets mugged going into work, that does not affect me. I do not work. It's tarpon for being black. Also we get tarpons for being trans. Please explain how you are productive to society. Just by sitting home and being a trans person. We do not care. Martha, can we please end this so I can shoot my gun at Mr. Broccoli? He does too much to hurt our crime syndicate. We are doing our best to remove these 99% vaginal yeast infections from this earth. He is thwarting our efforts to get Earth's population to under 500 million. Okay, that is our cue that our debate is over tonight. Please check out Proof Negative Weeknights on freedomizerradio.com. I would rather pull my cup cross to the freeway until we get gas-powered cars off the road. I would also go with my to glue my kumquats to the freeway. We need to fight climate change and Elon Musk. Please get your gene therapies and freedom microchips.
Liza Nikla also wants you to get the suicide pods. Good night, everyone. Bravo. That was good. I hope it was okay. Yeah, that was good. They always are. So. Well, you know what you're getting when you watch one. Yes. <laughs> yep. So, so I was. I, was I don't glad know if anything brought... stood out or anything on there, but I, I tried. Yeah, I was. I was glad you brought out the thing about the the trees. I just. Um, I don't know if you made that post. I saw that post somewhere about yeah somebody you know talking about how they're creating these machines to take out carbon. It's like, yeah, duh. I already have those. And they work really well and they're free. So. Well, I wouldn't say they're free. um, Well. Because I've I've gone to some nurseries looking for trees. Um, There there was a nice oak tree that was like 10 foot tall. They wanted 8,000 for it. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? It was a big tree, though. I'll give it that. It was round. It was tall. I just don't have $8,000. But they they said if you – if they had a special, any tree that you bought that was $5,000 or more, they'll plant it for free for you. (laughs) And deliver it. Oh, I guess so, for $8,000. Gee. Yeah, that's nuts. Hey, that's it's nuts. hard enough if you buy a, a $10,000 tree that might be 12 foot tall and takes a crane to put it in. Uh, it might be worth it to uh, to have somebody put that in. That, that, you're, you might be looking at $1,000 to probably install that tree. Yeah, I guess so. That's, that's interesting, though. How, you know, a tree that big... How do they, I mean, are their roots really big? I'm you know, assuming so. I mean, I don't know how that would work. That's, how do you dig up? Because, you know, some trees, the roots, like, spread out really wide, and then some, I guess, go down more. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's interesting. Very interesting. But, um, hey, that could take a few hours to dig up some dirt and get a crane out there and and plop yeah. a tree down and fill it back up. I, I understand. I'm not I'm not necessarily yeah. complaining that it's a thousand dollar job to install a, a twelve foot tree, but it that, that's what it goes for. Yeah, I still think people are better off getting a small tree and letting it you know the roots just grow themselves. Yeah. And the, I don't know. Yeah, I'd be scared to death that a big tree like that would would not take root too well and fall over. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know enough about that. So, uh, I noticed um, uh, the tennis player. Uh, what's the guy's name? Um, yeah, I'm jumping. Uh, I, I don't know exactly, uh, I know. but I, I, know, I know you're I talking about that. Yeah. But the one, one that won the U.S. Open that refuses to get gene therapies. Yeah, yeah, and he won again. That's awesome. I love that. 
it's um, it's great. But you know, I I think um, <laughs> I think they're finding problems that uh, most people don't want anymore shots. But they they found a place to to um, find a way to use them. I've heard that that they're making all the immigrants, the illegal immigrants, um, take them, supposedly. So I don't know if that's true, but. Oh, I didn't think that they were being required to to get gene therapy. I saw an article somewhere where they're going to start doing that, and I even read something where they were going to, since they're running out of room for them, they're going to maybe start, like, putting a tag on them or something to know where they are. I mean, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, so now the rule is Stop. now the, because the state of Texas refuses to house these Remember. illegals because they are not a sanctuary state and they are getting thousands upon thousands every single day. And they keep busing out. If they send out one busload, they probably got 15 busloads that day. Yeah. So they've been shipping off these buses. And so because the liberal cities don't want the any more illegals, even though they're still a sanctuary state. And the governor of Texas said, if, if you don't want these illegals, that's fine. Just become a, a state that's not a sanctuary state, and we'll ship them someplace else. But they want to yeah. keep their sanctuary status, but they want to make For sure that reason? the illegals can't get there. So the latest proposal is that Texas is now the only state that can get illegals. And if you go through Texas, you have to get an ankle monitor and you don't have to go to court at least until 2032. Those are the earliest court dates now. <laughs> and you have to stay in Texas. You can't leave Texas until you go to court. Oh, wow. I but mean, all that is so don't... they can get new Democrat voters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why they're going to yeah make it legal for them to be able to vote. Yeah, so they're allowed I mean, in the United States now, but only to Texas, who already said that they, they're not a sanctuary state and they're not planning to keep them. Um, well, Texas, they did put those floaty things too, right, in the river where they can't yes, get through? Yes, and then, the, and then they, they got a liberal judge to tell Texas to take it down. Uh, the judge says they're not allowed to stop the illegals from coming into Texas, and they're also not allowed to ship them out of Texas. That's the new thing. Even though every state has a right to defend their own borders, but the the Democrats are telling Texas that they're the exception. Such nonsense. Uh, obviously, uh, I, I don't think Texas is complying. No, I started to say, yeah, good luck. I, you know, it's just like the scam thing. <laughs> They're not working real well right now either. I think literally most people are just saying, oh, no, we're not doing this again. 
So well, the we'll thing see, is, but... is that we were ready for that ass. We were yeah. ready and telling people that they're going to do it and gave the reasons why, gave the timeline, told everybody when the new gene therapy was coming out. And then they yep. accused us of lying and, and sharing fake news and, and scaring people. And then, oh, a few days later, yep. they said exactly <laughs> what it is that, that exactly. we're telling you. Yeah. That, that conspiracy. They didn't expect back. us to be ready for them. So now, now they're all trying to backtrack because we're ready for them. And, and the word is, is that we can't be scared into this. But they're going yeah. to try. Hmm. It doesn't matter how bad they fail. They're going to try until, until it shows that, that they're going to get laughed at. Yeah, very true. I mean, yeah, I just, I mean, I guess things are, yeah, they're going to try to do anything they can because they do know that they're losing. They know that people aren't. But that's the the thing with Democrats, though, is they're not afraid to get laughed at for stuff. Well, true. And then they they know they're not popular. Right. And they're dwindling. I I honestly think that they're losing support. I mean, you still have, you know, a handful of people that, like you said, no matter what, you know, they're gonna they're gonna vote for Brandon. But um, but it's just, I think they're losing tremendous support. And 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 of course, Google is is playing their game again to where it's it's making it look like Biden's the only one out there campaigning. I mean, it's so stupid. Biden's I mean, campaigning the, for real? I don't remember seeing him <laughs> campaign. Well, they were saying that when you Google, he's not, but Google's making right. it look like he is. And they're blocking, you know, obviously again, Trump and RFK Jr. I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous what they're requiring. I mean, I just the day of reckoning for them. Oh, I can't wait. I mean, it'll come, but I just hope it's in my lifetime. So, I mean, I I I want to see this stuff fixed. While I'm still here for my grandkids and and the rest of the generations to come, I mean this just this has to stop such nonsense. I do think the um, Hawaiian people, though, I think a lot of them have are really starting to speak up about what's going on, and they're trying to make things happen, but there again, we'll see. We'll see what actually transpires. But I sure hope that people are strong over there and and really do fight back and and have support that they need to move on and get their land back and stuff. I know they have raised quite a bit of money. Um so, you know, they're telling, and I think they've got people volunteering to go over there and help 
rebuild their homes and everything, but I still, I think there's, you know, the bureaucracy that they've still got to deal with as far as they're still trying to keep them out um, off their land and stuff, which is insane. I mean, I think they're probably going to say, oh, it's for their safety. You know, they're probably trying to use excuses, and, and I don't know. Maybe they're trying to keep people out of there from looting. If there's any, I don't think there's anything to loot, but um, I don't know. But they they ought to already have. They already should have had clean, you know, clean out crews there. That stuff should be getting cleaned up, and people should already have access to their property again. Um, I mean, my gosh, give them freaking campers or tents. You know, let them go back to their land. Just crazy. They could easily pop something up for them to use. I mean, that would be a start. But I don't, I don't, ah, you know, that's, that's the crazy thing about, you know, we have to, I get so sick of all the legalities of everything. It's like, I am, they're not necessary. It's like, why why can't we just go back to natural law in situations like this? And, you know, they purposely do these things so that people don't really know what to do. All I know, if I was over there, I'd sure be doing everything I could to get back on my property. Some way, shape, or form, I did. I, I, I don't know. I'd make it happen somehow. Even if I had to sneak in there at night or what? I don't know. I mean, I don't really know. It'd be interesting to see. You know, that's the thing, though. They don't want people. I don't think they're they're allowing people to film. So who knows what's going on over there? They probably won't even let drones in. Which is, now that I think about it, it it has been kind of, I mean, why isn't any of it, why isn't the media covering Hawaii at all? I mean, I don't know if they are, honestly, because I don't watch them. Of course not. They want those people dead. They're never going to cover Hawaii. I mean, why does anyone watch them anymore? I mean, I can you imagine how great it will be the day that they die because the media is I got news for people. I I really truly they've got to be on the out. I mean, I know that my children don't watch, you know, the the basically they're in their 30s, so I know they don't watch it. And you know the kids younger than them don't watch it. So I guess I guess the only one still watching like the new like CNN and all those channels might be 
I think probably mostly just the elderly. I mean, I know there's there are still some people probably are like my age, your age that watch it, but I don't think there's a huge number of them. I mean, who can freaking afford cable anymore to even watch it? You know? Especially these days. Oh, I gave up cable, what, two years ago, I think, when when my wife's father passed, we got rid of cable, like, immediately. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's smart. I know that, yeah, my kids don't have it. They just, if they want to watch something, they just stream things. So. Well, yeah, we don't have, uh, we don't even have a TV. I, I just, I think that's great. The only right. TV you, we have in the house, we don't we don't even have a remote for it because that was her dad's TV, and uh, I don't know yeah. where he had his remote, and none of us care enough to go in there and take it down. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh wow! So, do you, I know you're just I know you're busy, obviously. On you're on the radio a lot. Do you read? Do you like reading or no? Like books? Uh, I mean, I know you read online and stuff, but do you like reading books or no? Not so much. I wouldn't say I hate reading. Okay. I don't make it a point to do a lot of, of book reading. Yeah. But if I if there's a topic I'm interested in, I'll, I'll pick up a book, but it, it would be nonfiction primarily. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. I I can't remember the last fiction book that I read. I just um, don't do that. I like reading books that, I don't know, that you can actually, like, learn from, get more knowledge from. I mean, some some of the knowledge, though, in books aren't good either. (laughs) But the ones that program you. Oh, I still say that. No, but uh, oh. but I, I started writing like two or three different books, and I, I I never had the gumption to finish either one of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you should. You should at least try to. Oh, know, I know I should, but if I'm going to do it, that's a different story. <laughs> I know. Ah. Uh. I remember, um, oh, what was the guy's name? It was so many years ago. He was a motivational speaker, and he he always he used the phrase, don't let people should on your dreams. <laughs> I thought that was funny. You know, he said to people, are always saying, you should do this, you should do that. He said, don't let people should on your dreams. I was like, oh, that's I, funny. I wish I could, but I... <laughs> See, uh, here's where I'm at. Uh, Of course, I have my day job during the week. And then at night, I'm here. And then I run Barefoot as Legal in between that all day and on the weekends. And then uh, my my next project, I'm just waiting for any kind of open time because I've been wanting to restart my eBay store to start, start selling baseball cards again. And I got stuff just waiting to go. Out. 
Yeah. And uh, and I still have family I, I I work with. So sure, sure. Uh, I, there, there's none of them that I can I can take out. I, I would love to take out some time, and I, I don't want to say I don't have time for it. But if I have to do show prep and in between my jobs, I have to cook dinner yeah. and uh, yeah. the the cats need stuff and the dogs need stuff, and I have to do show sure. prep. Um, yeah. Now, does your wife does she do radio or anything too, or? No, not at all. No. Oh, okay. All right. No, I feel bad that I can't do more, but uh, I'm spoken for my day job. I uh, today I worked some overtime because they yeah. were shorthanded. Not that I asked for it, but they were shorthanded. So. Uh, and then I had to run to the post office because we sold some some barefoot as legal memberships that I had to mail out the packages for. So right. And then when I get home, it's five o'clock, and I, I got show prep. I gotcha. So, and you do all the cooking. What's that? You do all the cooking. Uh, for the most part. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't cook well, today, though, but for the most yeah. part, I do. Yeah, your your plate sounds pretty full, <laughs> to be honest. No, you Did... probably won't like what I had for dinner today, though, but I'm very happy about it. <laughs> I don't mind uh, talking about it. You, you'll probably yeah. cringe, but I'm okay with that. I went to Arby's. Yeah. Because oh, I you? got stuck working overtime and had to go to the post office. There was no way I was going to cook a home-cooked meal today. I yeah, I understand. I used to But uh, the, the one thing that Arby's had debuted today, they have yeah. a new elk burger. They're doing hamburgers with elk. So I know you, you don't really? do meat, but at the same time, they're they're doing an elk burger. And so... I am a big fan of exotic meats. I prefer exotics over the conventional meats that you get. Well, they're probably healthier. I would assume. Well, yeah, because they're not such mass produced that they're, they're, yeah. they're not GMO. They're not GMO'd out because the market isn't there for it. I am um, when I used to eat that kind of food. I remember eating a getting a Arby's had a good Reuben. Yes, very much that. so. Yeah, yes. I had a great Reuben sandwich. And I think they had a really good chicken salad sandwich, too. So I do um, – they had decent food. But then I – and I don't know if it's true. I remember seeing somewhere where they said that their roast beef was, like, was, like, not, like, a real hunk of beef, that it was some kind of – poured stuff in a cube and then they sliced it. I don't know if that's true. Oh, I'm sure it oh, is. No. Yeah, you're, you're probably <laughs> correct on that. Yeah. But when it comes to stuff like elk burgers, I, I had to go run out and try it. And it just, well, sure. the stars aligned because if I get out of the post office at 448 and my show is at yeah. 6, I'm not cooking dinner. That That's just bottom line. No, <laughs> no, no. I um no I would I would have done the same thing for sure. For and sure. I have to say for those of you out there who are questioning elk burgers, I think this is the 
the best way to, to actually try it. So did you, you liked it? I mean, you probably, have yeah. you had elk before? Yes, I've, uh, elk is my favorite meat, actually. Oh, okay. Is it similar to deer? It's just or? hard to find. What's that? Okay. Is it similar to deer at all, to deer meat? Uh, I would say it's more similar to buffalo. To buffalo. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I think, um, yeah, obviously buffalo is pretty popular. I know we have a couple places around here that do the buffalo. Oh. Goodness. But, um, yeah, no, I I don't have issues with, I mean, I know people's going to, they're going to eat meat. and there's. I, I feel fine. really bad yeah. saying this because yeah. uh, I don't, uh, I, I really don't want this to happen. Yeah. But if there was a lockdown for like a month where we got unemployment yeah. plus $400 yeah. and then I went back to work, I would be 100% okay with that. Just so I can catch up on, on my projects. I I mean, I have time off at my at my building, at my day job that I could use, but it, just taking a day or two won't won't solve anything. Right. I mean, it's, it's that's the crazy part about how this country works. I mean, things are just so messed up. I mean, people shouldn't have to work. Both parents shouldn't have to work, and especially, I mean, a lot of them have to work freaking two jobs. I mean, like both parents are working two. It's just insane. I mean, and and uh, don't get but, me wrong, he, I don't hate working. I mean, I, I work oh, I at home, either. and yeah. it, it's uh, and I, I make okay money to do it. I'm not complaining. Uh, okay. It's just the only thing I'm complaining about is. All of my normal projects that that I that I could hustle with, uh, I'm not getting to them. That's just bottom line. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like this yep. whole year, I think I've only made two new songs at the most, and uh, yeah. so that's my other project I'm I'm working on, and uh, and of course my cards are sitting there and. I I just can't get to it, and it's not because I don't want to. Yeah, no, we don't have near. Most of us don't have near enough time to get to our creative side, you know. I mean, but the thing is, is that most people just work their eight-hour job, and then they say they don't have time. That's very true. And I can't understand that because my whole life, my whole working adult life. I've had a day job, and then I was doing something at night my whole life. Yeah. Whether it was stand-up yeah. comedy, whether it was uh, doing card shows on the weekends, whether it was doing radio the last 15 years plus, I, I only know how to do this. I only know how to work a day job where I can hustle uh, and then do my nighttime stuff. I, I, I don't know anything else. So just somebody working their eight-hour job and then coming home, I don't know how that feels at all. Right. Now, I was just, yeah, talking to some friends, and they were 
talking about how bored they get, you know, how bored this, and I'm like, <laughs> which I still, to this day, I say, I said, I don't know what it's like to be bored. I said, I wish sometimes I had time to get bored. I said, I have no idea. I thought there's just, there's no way I could get bored. I mean, there's too much to do. So, yeah, that's very hard for me to understand, too. I don't get it. I mean, I, some people just, they just want to, I guess there are people out there that just, they want to be, they just want to do the least and then they want to be entertained. You know what I mean? They don't, well, I don't know. I'm just glad, just grateful that, you know, and you obviously are too. Um, oh, I, I can't thank the Lord enough that I've been blessed to be to be awakened yeah. and, and be able to share my knowledge. Yep. Yep. And just and just to even have the the desire, you know, that's the thing. I mean, there are so many people out there that yeah, they just they don't even have that desire to to want to know more. That's the crazy part, you know, and, and, and people that are, you know, the sad part to me is, is people that are envious of others. That's the, and, and that's the biggest thing I'm grateful for is to know, you know, is it, is that I don't desire anymore. It's like, I have everything I need. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, I could, you could put me into a, a much smaller uh, house, you know, living a very simple life. I mean, I, I'm not kidding. When my brother and I, if we can find some land, you know, we really want to find some land and just like sell this house and, and he's going to build a, a little house for he and his, you know, partner. And then I'll have my own little house and, <laughs> Well, uh, see what I would consider, and I don't know. I don't know if this is the right or wrong answer, but I'm wondering if it's worth it to just buy some shipping containers and make houses out of those. Oh yeah, no, they're great. They're great. I just uh, my brother's in construction though, so he can he himself can you know build like and and we we're not talking about we're talking about doing um, they're basically. Uh, I don't know what you'd call them. They're they're kind of called like pole barn houses, but they're making them. You can make them very architecturally um, desirable. I mean, there's some really neat designs out there, and they're not big. They're not fancy. They're just they're simple and and just it's neat. But uh, there, it's a pretty cheap way to build a house. And, you know, and they're, I think they're mostly metal, so they're um, yeah. very durable. But, yeah, no, the containers are great. And you can acquire them for, you know, very little money. The only bad thing about those is obviously they're heavy, so you have to, you know, have them moved in place. And then you've got to, you know, have welders because you have to 
you know, to cut that heavy metal when you want to add the windows and stuff like that. I know there's, there are companies though, that obviously, because they're doing them for a lot of these little businesses to where you like, they're made to order. So they got a manufacturing facility. You are, you might already know this to where they have the container. Yeah, I'm trying to think, they, uh, I forget how much the, the largest shipping container I don't know if it's 400 square feet or 600 square feet. Yeah, I don't know either. But, but I remember someone selling five of them, and they wanted yeah. $10,000 for all five. Yeah. Yep. So basically yeah. 2000 a container. And if it, was six, if it was 600 square feet times five, you got, you got 3,000 square feet for ten thousand yeah. dollars plus your land and then you get to yeah. spruce up the inside however you want it. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, I just I don't know the cost of like I don't know how much time and the cost it would take a welder to put the windows and everything out of it. I don't know how much it would cost to have I guess you'd have to have a crane, you know, to come right. and set them. So I d I don't know how much all of that costs, but but anyway, it's um, yeah. I I could care less to be in the big cities and and fight with everything going on now. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not just gonna give up and not support and help others. But do I want to live in that mess? No, not really. You know, it's um. That's the part that scares me about. I almost found a little place to rent up in St. Louis near my youngest daughter to rent for my store and, and possibly move it up there, but it scares me to maybe move up there. Hey, because I'll tell you they, something I saw once on LandCentral.com. I was just looking land for land Central? prices for no reason at all on LandCentral.com. Yeah. This okay. person was selling, and this was back in like 2016 maybe. This person okay. was in Montana. They had a mile and a half of land. There was a river or uh, a lake that went through their property. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they wanted a million dollars for a mile and a half. That's a lot they of said land. it was good farmland. You could build a house on it. You could do whatever you want on it. Okay. And I was just thinking, wow, what can you do with a mile and a half? <laughs> yeah, you could build a whole town. Well, that's what I was thinking. You can just build your whole own gated community, yeah, and uh, and and you can put up. Uh, I don't know. You could franchise a couple of of fast food places or something, and. Maybe a small convenience store, and you can have a palace of your own. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. And it was right alongside a freeway, too, so you can get people that need to stop for gas. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it would just depend on the layout of the land. I mean, like, if it was just long and narrow, if it was square, you know, so many things to consider, but... 
but if it's by a highway and it's got a lake running through it, I mean, very interesting. Yeah, you can I, get your um, fishing in. Of course, if yeah. if I was to keep the property, I'd want my my palace to be right next to the lake. <laughs> yeah, well, I know um, in Gulf's Landing down in Florida near Orlando, where um, Jim Gell has built yeah. that community. I know he's, you know, he was talking about, you know, obviously that it was just nothing there, and now it's a beautiful food forest. But they're between two bodies of water, and and he was saying that this is the ideal location to grow things because he said that the the plants, when you've got two bodies of water on each side, he said obviously those plants are going to pull from underground pull the water from those water sources. And and that makes a lot of sense. So well, I've never I, uh, been to Montana, so I don't know what grows out there. But yeah, I, I know you can grow potatoes and root vegetables yeah. seem to be okay, but I don't know what tre- – obviously trees grow there, but I don't know what you can grow. Yeah, I don't know as far as, yeah much food it's it's, it's going to be kind of hard i would they probably have a slow or you know a short growing season but you know i still these are the things though that once again I, it's like our governments are so rogue the departments within them are so rogue they're so outdated it's like none of them are really addressing what truly needs to be done I mean, you know, there's so many ways to make our country better right now. And when are people going to realize that the current system is is all about the war machine? It's just all about profit, you know, to support those in the government. And I just, oh, so frustrating to think about it. All of it, but it's you know, like I said, the the vertical greenhouses. I mean, in Montana, in it's a, I don't care where you are, the vertical greenhouse thing, the industrial ones, the big ones. I mean, they could literally feed a whole community all year long. So, so why aren't there grants? Why aren't why aren't they you know implementing these, installing these in every community? I mean, it makes no sense because, too, you know, you don't have to use all the freaking pesticides and herbicides. You're in a controlled environment. So, I mean, there's just so many things like that that can be done. They just, they don't care. They don't care. The government doesn't work for the people anymore. It really doesn't care. It, it just wants, yeah, to kill most of us and and and, you know grab everything for themselves. Got news for them, though. It's not going to happen. Well, instead of Bill Gates spending $95 million on Budweiser, there's lots of things he could have done for $95 million. He could have gone a bunch of different directions and helped humanity in some way, shape, or form. And by helping humanity, I'm not saying he could invest $95 million on more of those GMO mosquitoes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I guess we're going to have um, genetically modified beer now. And 
Well, we already do, <laughs> no. but yeah. Uh, you know, and the funny thing is, talking about mosquitoes and beer, you know that people who drink beer, you, you will have a higher level of B vitamins. The yeast in beer can cause someone to have a higher level of B vitamins. And, you know, mosquitoes don't like those. Doesn't like, doesn't like that. So they don't, a lot of times, if you see somebody that drinks a lot of beer and the mosquitoes aren't biting them, that's why. Hmm. So kind of an interesting fact. But Oh, I seem to get bit every single day, and I, I've been taking my B50s. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's, yeah, I, it, it, like I said, I know it has something to do, I think, with the, I thought they said the yeast, but I thought it had to do with the B, levels of B vitamins in your body. So I'm not sure, but, but I remember reading that years ago. But, yeah, I mean, that, you know, that, that's, Unbelievable that amount of money. I mean, why why did he buy shares in Budweiser? That's just well, I understand why, kind of, if you have the money. And I guess he thought that Budweiser stock might not go any lower, and he figured he would buy on the cheap. Oh, I gotcha. That makes sense. Duh. But there's a lot of people that are laughing that this is going to cost him a ton of money because he's not going to get that money back. I don't know how he's going to be able to invest money to to, uh, get Budweiser back off the ground because the youth is not buying beer, really. The youth got more into White Claw and other types of stuff. And the people, the beer drinkers... Once they find a beer, they're they're not going back. And people like me, I've never bought a beer in my life. There's nothing Bill Gates can say or do that's going to get me to start buying beer at age 51. Right. Right. Especially Bill Gates. It's like, you know, and that's the funny thing, too. It's like, it's like, so Budweiser was, was bad to begin with. And now it's going to be even worse because nobody wants anything to do with Bill Gates. I mean, seriously. I mean, and he, you know, those mosquitoes, what they're, I think they just, what they're releasing them in Texas and Florida right now. Is that it? Because I've, I've gotten bit like crazy lately. Oh, well, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I guess you is it because of all the water? Have you noticed them being it's worse? It's possible. The, I, I don't know. All the rain. I'm guessing. Yeah, that's probably why. Because, you know, I mean, where I live, obviously, we have a lot of humidity, and and so that's generally what makes them worse here. But but I don't know for sure. But yeah, I just I don't trust any of that really kind of um, crazy what's just allowed to happen. Like when somebody's going to be held I've accountable. You, Christine, I've never bought a I've never bought a beer in my life. Why am I going to start now yes. with yes. GMO beer? <laughs> yep. 
I remember you saying that. But beer's been in decline as a whole, and then this just upped that level. And I, I don't know what kind of patriotism, even if they decided to go legit and and try to pretend that they're an American company and they care about people, even if they did all that, beer, I, I, I don't want to say is outdated necessarily, but it kind of is. Well, yeah, because they're doing all the, like, fancy beers and stuff now. You know what I mean? Um, like the flavor. If you believe beers. in drinking beer, it's like little craft beer kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. That is correct. The only thing Budweiser or Bud Light has for it is that they still sell it at all the sports arenas and they get the, the sports people to buy whatever alcohol there is. That's true. That's true. Because, yeah, people, they want their beer when they're there watching that stuff. You're absolutely right. So, so they're not going to – they're going to buy whatever's if, there. If there's enough people that are like, oh, I just don't need a beer that bad. I mean, it's possible, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, yeah, a lot of people do feel that way. <laughs> For sure. I am kind of glad now, though, I'm seeing more people stand up and speak out against Nike for being woke. I, I didn't think that would ever happen. Oh, I didn't. I don't know that I've caught up with that side of Nike. So what are they doing? Just protesting and saying that they're not buying stuff from from slave labor. So it's, I started to say, so is Nike pushing all the agendas and stuff? Is that what is that what's going on? Well, they are. Not only that, but people know more about the slave labor that goes on there. Ugh. Unbelievable. And I remember, well, that was, oh, my gosh, though, that was so many years ago. I think they at one time were trying to do the right thing. And um, even go to, like, a more eco-friendly shoe. Because mm. I, I, I remember them talking years ago about how toxic tennis shoe soles were. And people just didn't realize. They still are. Yeah. Pretty much. Russell Brand had an episode on, on his show uh, last week. Uh, there's a new movie, a documentary that's coming out called Shoe Spiracy. And it's about really? how Big Shoe is uh, how they became prominent, like Nike and all them. Huh. Interesting. I'll have to have my daughter watch that because that's what she is a creative art director for, is a high, um, oh, basically it's Claris and they own high-end, they sell high-end shoes. So she'll have to watch that. <laughs> she needs to know that information. But it's called Shoe, what is it called? I'll send you a link. Okay. My computer just uh, went to sleep, so i got to wake it back up. Okay. 
but it, you said it was on Russell Brand, so I can look it up probably on. Yeah, Russell Brand did a did a thing on it, and then there's a, a movie on YouTube with it too, or at least uh, okay. there's a mini there's a trailer for it. Okay. But I'll send you a link right now. Yeah, I'll have to watch that too. There's not enough good documentaries. Did my um, my friend Ashley never contact you? The one that I told I don't you know was who like that is, producer? so I'm guessing no. Okay, he was. I told him to contact you because he was the one that is like the movie producer, and I know how you were talking about how you'd like to do something with Barefoot is Legal, right? Oh, I've been watching that for a long time. Yeah. So I don't know why he did it. I'll have to ask him why. No, that's okay. So, that's okay because I still have to get funding for it, and I'm. We're now at a point where uh, we're we're looking through grants and we're trying to get started back out with the writing process again. So I'm hopeful that we can get some offense going here. Well, have you talked about, uh, or have you talked to, um, I forget his guy, the guy's name now, the the one with the grounding. Clint? Is it Clint? Oh, Clint over, yeah. Have you maybe thought about contacting him? You said you were friends with him and... Uh, yeah, we've talked did. a bunch. We've talked a bunch of times. Okay, because did he? Wasn't that his documentary? On grounding was that, that was his, his documentary? Was that I, I have not been successful with getting funding to put one together, but he had his own documentary. Okay, okay. all right. I couldn't remember. I thought it was his. So, of course, he might have. He probably raised probably raised quite a few funds from um, some of their products and maybe other physicians and that that were supporting the movement. Yeah, I think that's the hardest part about all of that is getting the funding, seems like, for sure. So. We'll get there. I just yeah. have to keep. Uh, I just have to keep pushing. Well, if I'm ever in a position to help, I will. <laughs> trying to get there. Uh, oh, I've been trying to talk I, you into helping by participating once and and seeing that <laughs> uh, that it's not the worst thing in the world. That that's the best thing you could do. Yeah, I know this is true. Very very true. I guess well, I need to do Hopefully you'll try it before it gets too cold, and then you'll say, I can't do it now. It's too cold. Well, I, I started to say it would be good to do it when it's cold and make a bigger statement. So, but no, that's, yeah, I do need to do that. So. I was just looking at all the, um, I, I mean, I literally just have been telling people, you know, if you decide to line up for another booster, I said you might as well tell the people in your life, people you love, goodbye. Mm-hmm. It's just hilarious. Well, 
And that's the thing. They're trying to sell this gene therapy to us. And remember, uh-huh. they're, they're no longer allowed to sell the other gene therapies because of their ineffectiveness. But they got <laughs> approval for this one. And they're trying to sell the people that got the other boosters that this one is safe and effective. Meanwhile, they're trying to sell it to us, the ones that never got them, as this is the most safest thing you could do to your body. Like, we're going to believe and, that. Yeah, and, and like, they're probably, it's probably the freaking leftover injections that they didn't sell. Oh, I mean, how, how, I don't know how people can trust trust them at all. I mean, there's just no way. No possible way. I was, I was so proud of my mom because she had her, she had a, her checkup appointment this week with her doctor and, and mm-hmm. she said, she asked me, she said she knows not to ask me about the, the COVID shot because I went with her when that all started going on and I made sure I was going to the doctor with mom because there was no way that she was going to get that mm-hmm. shot and and her and my our yeah her and me her doctor and me had a discussion about it and the doctor got a little bit kind of and then but then you know after I talked to her a little bit about it then finally she was walking out of the door and she's like you know she said I want to apologize for getting and I was like yeah I said I said you have to understand I said I could care less what these freaking corporations want these hospitals and I know you work for Mercy and I said I could care less what they want you know you to implement I said I care what you personally believe about this stuff after you've studied it and and you know I think I think she you know she finally got it it's like I have no interest in in anyone that's just going to be a freaking puppet for these corporations I said, I, you know, I, I tried to get through to her. It's like, you know, you, they became doctors for a reason. I mean, most of them, I think a lot of them do really want to help people. But my Lord, they forget. When they start, when they get into school, they get so brainwashed with these farm, you know, big pharma sitting right there beside them in med school. I mean, there's just so much wrong with all of that. They shouldn't even be allowed in there. You know, why are they teaching them what drugs go with what? That's that's the last thing they should know. I mean, they they need to be teaching them about the body. I mean, they just have completely forgotten. I mean, when you look up the old, like, osteopaths, doctors of osteopaths and stuff, when you go back and, and look in the old, old book, um, a friend of mine, you know, reminded me of this, and I I didn't realize it, but, I mean, they really looked in, and they really understood how the body worked. And, you know, they have books that show them how to manipulate the body in so many ways to heal different things. I mean, there was a way there they can reach like up into your mouth and literally, I can't remember what it was it fixed, but there's a way that they can get in there and manipulate something and it will fix something. I mean, it's just, 
you know, things like that. And, and even the, the doctors of osteopaths nowadays, I mean, they're even brainwashed. They don't even follow that stuff anymore. So, I mean, that system, I, I truly believe the current medical system, I, I truly believe it just needs to be, to be done away with. Because it's, in my opinion, it's pathetic. I, I really, I really believe that. All, all it's about is is labeling something with a disease, and then they've been taught what medications go with that disease, and then let's get everyone to become lifelong consumers. You know, of these products. Got to get them addicted to all of them and put them on, you know, prescribe the drugs that can't just come off of real easily. (sighs) So, and it just, um, but there's not enough people out there that, that know how to help, help people come off all this stuff, you know, and it, it, it can be a little tricky. I mean, you really, you know, you have to be careful. It's, it's. I, I believe I myself. Um, you know, I've had enough studies and stuff regarding the body and natural products and stuff and and different ways to heal. But if there's somebody out there that's on twenty medications. And they come to me for help, you know, it's a little bit scary for me because it's like I want to help them, but it's like they're taking that cocktail of those chemicals. You know, they've got a chemical reaction going on in their body. And if I start recommending something, even just, you know, and it's food-wise. It's like, you just don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. And I can't, you know, I can't tell them to come off a of medication or whatever. They just do all that on their own. So I just don't want, uh, you know, I'm afraid of that liability. And um, I don't think people understand how toxic, you know, there's never been a study done on, you know, they do studies on one drug at a time. It's like, I guess, I guess the people in general are the, the large experiment, you know, to where they have all these people on, and, and it's funny because, and I'm sure you're aware of this, that <laughs> I, honestly, probably most people over 70 years old are probably on I would say five to ten medications, some on 20. But I, I would say the majority of them are on at least five of the same medications. So what does that tell people? Uh, you know, it's like that should be a big clue. If everybody is coming up with the same symptoms and the same issues, 
obviously, you know, we can probably figure out what's causing these issues. But, you know, people people just want that magic pill and continue their bad habits. So, but then there's the, the toxic foods that are Food and Drug Administration and, you know, that we allow in this country. I mean, it's just the amount of additives and stuff that are allowed to be in processed foods. I mean, that the toxins and the poisons that sprayed on our crops, that's genetically modified into them. I mean, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for a whole freaking new system. I think we're going to get yeah. a, at least one whole new system, but don't be surprised if there's a new system and then a new system that replaces the new system. Because <laughs> I, I think that I think that the communists are, are going to get what they want. I uh, I believe they'll do whatever they have to do to secure the next election. Because I don't think they're going to let Donald Trump win that outright. But at the end of that, I, I don't see I don't see anything less than a civil war and uh, and them losing. Yeah. Well, yeah. And but but tell me, riddle me this: how how did Trump how did he get in in the first place? I think by accident. I think they they want they frauded, but they didn't fraud enough. They didn't think Trump would be as popular as he was. So you think they just didn't think people would vote him in? Uh, possibly, yeah. Or I mean, they, they yeah, under he, they undercounted the amount of votes they had to bring in. Because he was, because yeah, he was running against Hillary. You know, she would have been the first female president. So. Yeah, I don't know. Or they overestimated the they, they overestimated that that particular person's likability. Oh, yeah, Barf. They really that thought woman. that that person would be just uh, everybody's interested. Yeah, I think they honestly expected that. Oh. Yeah, and they say that she's still I mean, that whole mess. Uh, I don't know. They you know, they talk about how she's still the one calling the shots. She's still the one controlling Obama and all of them. Who knows? I don't think so. You don't? I think that's Valerie Jarrett. There's somebody behind the scenes that runs that. Yeah. Well, people need to get a clue and realize that we're the ones that can change all this. You know? Got plenty of us to just take them all and put them on their own little, put them in a little place like Escape from New York and let them all live together happily ever after. Oh. Mm. 
I don't know. We'd need a pretty big island, though. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Uh, I mean, I just, yeah, you think about Bezos and, I mean, he's a weirdo to me. He's a weirdo. Yeah, but what billionaires aren't weirdos, though? That's true. Yeah, there's, it's very rare that when people get money like that, that, you know, they they can stay true to themselves. They seem to, to lose themselves. I guess that's what material things do to you. And power. Yeah. I, I guess people, yeah, it's, it's just, I guess maybe... When you get a taste of that power, it's what changes someone if they're not, you know, truly grounded. Some, there's very, I guess, not too many. It's pretty rare when you, like, look at things like rock stars that, you know, never did drugs. (laughs) Oh, I, I remember uh, a story about, I don't know if you remember this guy. Do you remember Adam Ant? Yes. So he was known for being like the biggest square. He fired okay. people in his band if they, uh, if they ever got stoned or if he think that they drank too much, that he would just cut them because he, he wanted <laughs> no alcohol. He he wouldn't fire somebody for having a drink, but somebody that drank too much, you were gone. <laughs> you uh, you got caught doing drugs, you were gone. That's good. And uh, if you remember, he, his biggest hit was called Goody Two Shoes. He wrote a song about himself being a square. <laughs> That's good. That's great. Now I have to pay more attention. I didn't know that. And, uh, if you remember, there was uh, the guy from, do you remember Twisted Sister and that song, We're Not Gonna Take It? Yeah. So Al and Tipper Gore, they they worked hard in the late 80s to try and, and get warning labels put on music. And so uh, the guy from Twisted Sister, Dee Snyder, went in and uh, and testified in court. And he talked about how much of a square he was and that he was a devout Christian. He shared Bible verses. He talks about how he doesn't drink or smoke or get involved in drugs. And, and he's like one of the cleanest people you were going to find because he wants to set a good example for his kids. He just likes making music and, and putting on rock shows. And they used him as an example, and his career kind of flamed out. Oh. Son of a gun. But I like people like that. When they say, yeah, I yeah. put on this big rock show, but I, I've i never drank in my life. I'm a Christian. Uh, my kids go to go to Catholic school, and I do homework with them, and I do my best to be a role model. It's like, how can you hate on that? Yeah, no joke. I mean... Is that yeah? I did see that was that was something that never bothered me. Peer pressure never bothered me in the least. I could have cared less. I I think it's better to be 
the one that's different, you know? Why do you want to just be like everybody else and do the same things? It's like, no, we're all individuals. So, yeah, no, I think that's that's great. But but it's um, definitely a rare thing. So, I mean, it's just like, you know, just like this cannabis thing. Oh, I swear. I, I honestly think a lot of my customers um, that used to come in and, you know, buy something every couple of weeks, just something little, I think that's what they're spending their money on. So many places that I go into or that even when you're driving, I swear, I smell that smell. You know, I always say, oh, that, that, always, that smell gets on my nerves more than almost anything else I think in life. It smells like a freaking skunk. It stinks. It's awful. And I just don't understand why people have to have all these, you know, it's like, why can't you just be in your own clear and be in control of your own mind. Why do you have to have all these, I don't know, I, I guess I shouldn't call them a crutch, but I mean, and I know some people take that stuff as medicine to help with pain and stuff, which, you know, I guess if they could do it in a, just do it in like a pill form, you know, or food or something to where you don't have to smoke it and smell that nasty smell. You know, if it's truly in a medicinal way, and I'm not talking to where allopathic pharmaceutical ruins it. No, I understand. There's a big difference between that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I understand that if that can take the place of a pain pill, you know, fantastic. But for people that just, you know, they just do it to, to not have to to deal with, I guess, reality or whatever. I don't know. I, I just, I don't understand why people do it, honestly. But uh, once again, I'm just, I'm grateful that I've never really had any addictions like that. So I guess well, I can't. To understand. me, it's that uh, it's just part of this softening of the Americans because more, far more people smoke pot recreationally as opposed to medically. And yeah. so if they can get people to to take part in the marijuana, yeah. then there's less people that are going to be in control of themselves. They want That's people true. to be dependent on things. Well, they do. They do. And, and people need to understand that it's still illegal at a federal level. Cannabis is still illegal. And... And I know this from having an FFL, that if they know that you have a medical card and you partake, you know, I mean, if you have a medical card, obviously you're telling them you partake. And they can literally, I mean, it says on that, on the the questionnaire, when they're filling out those forms, it asks people if they use it, because if they do, they can come and take your firearms. So people need to realize that too. You know, you, like you're, you're absolutely right. These are ways 
that they can say, well, hey, you know, says right there, you know, you knew that if you, you know, and it's like, no, most people don't know that. But, um, but yeah, no, people need to be very, very, very careful. So I just, um, and, you know, just these days, yeah, anybody that doesn't want to be in their strongest mindset right now, oh, don't get it. Because I know, I know I do. <laughs> I want to be fully prepared and ready at all times for anything that's coming at us. Because honestly, with everything that's been happening, oh, we have no idea. I really don't. Well, let me let me share this, this with you here. Okay. So AOC is getting mocked right now by basically uh, everybody from all sides. She said that inflation is just propaganda. <laughs> of course, it doesn't affect her, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. <sighs> You're crazy if That's you think the funny. price of gas is more now than it was in 2020. You're stupid <laughs> if you think that because the price of gas is exactly the same. Oh. oh, my gosh. So does she go into further detail on how how that is? I'm not going to play the video, but, yeah. Okay. Wow. She's something. I wonder what she's pushing for. Nothing good, I'm sure. Well, well and, and, you um, have people that 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 they they're so out of touch with the common American that they yeah. push stuff like this and think that everybody's going to believe them. Right. And so there's Sanders. a lot of people that they had an apartment that cost eighteen hundred dollars in twenty eighteen that now cost three thousand dollars. You can't tell those people that the inflation didn't go up. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, no. Yeah, a dozen of eggs literally doubled. Literally doubled. Probably tr- maybe even tripled. And people, yeah, don't see that. It's just um, they just don't want to admit to it. You know, they and, then, and nobody's going to admit that we were right. Hello. You know, we tried to warn everyone. I don't everyone. even need them to admit they're right. I, I want to see them right. discuss how to fix it. Not just yeah. argue that if you believe in inflation that you're a Trump supporter. I don't need to hear all that. I just need to hear yeah. solutions. Right. If you want people to vote for you, you got to find solutions. You can't just say, well, you people are stupid because you think the rent is higher now than it was five years ago. You know, that's the worst thing you do. Just like DeSantis's final straw in his uh, in his election was when he uh, he called Trump supporters unhinged vessels. Yeah, what a ding dong! What a ding dong! And now he's in third place. Mm. 
Oh, I don't know if you saw this, but the Democrat Party is now saying there's a a brand new head of the KKK. <laughs> Who is that? Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah, I figured that. I was going to say that. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, "Who, Vivek?" So yeah, I'm I'm not surprised, not in the least. So he, you know, he's he's said too many positive things about Trump, and and especially saying that he would um, pardon him. You know, I think, but I think RFK said the same thing, didn't he? Yes. Maybe he didn't. I thought he did. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what he's going to do because I know people keep asking him, you know, would you consider party or whatever? And he, as of lately, hasn't really been saying, coming out and saying no. You know, it's it's almost like well, he, there is a rumor got, got that a uh, that he thinks he has enough support to run as a third party. Wow, wouldn't that be a statement? Now that that would be something. If the independent party could win, I mean, that he's not going to win, but he would take enough of the Democrat votes with him. Well, that's true. But holy cow, if he would win, that would be so awesome. I mean, for the independent party, if it's a good one, I would love that. I mean, I, in my younger years, I have to admit that I actually voted voted for the independent party, not realizing that you, oh, you basically, so yeah, yeah, you're basically giving your vote away. But, but hey. Well, and, no, the, and Vivek said himself that he always voted for third parties his whole life, just like I did. So I, I get that. So oh, okay. he said he can't vote okay. between Bush and Gore or or McCain and Obama. He didn't like any of those people or, Mc, okay. or, or Romney and Obama. He said he couldn't support either one of them. Okay. So I can't hate on that because he said yeah, he was no. never really a Republican, just like he was never a Democrat. Right. Yeah. the The only thing that scares me about Vivek is the, is the him being kind of a pharmaceutical, a pharmacy type, or pharmaceutical type, you know, thinker. I don't know. As long well, as he doesn't. And his never... his biggest hurdle is everything he wants to do. Trump already done. So, uh, okay. if you like Vivek, why are you not voting for Trump? And yeah, that that that's true. the big issue that Vivek has. I wonder, do you think Trump would ever pick him as a VP? Or would Vivek uh, settle for that? I think he might. Right now, nobody's going to settle for anything because they think they have a chance to win. Very true. I um, have always wondered about I think Chris he's on Nome. the short list. I think yeah. he's on the short list with Nome, Rand Paul, and, uh, and Carrie Lake. So I, I think there's four different people that would be uh, suitable for him. And Vivek has put himself in that conversation, at least. Yeah. You know, it's funny that I listened to um, Ron Paul today, his little, you yeah. know, on YouTube. And 
And you know what they were talking about with the nine eleven? The 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 building seven. Yes. So it's um it's interesting. Very interesting. It'd be nice if if we ever had could get like the information from like people that are experts in that field that are unbiased that could actually tell us the truth and say, you know, well, that- I, I had Richard Gage once on my show. He had a, a documentary about it, but the only yeah. thing about him and I would never have him on my show again. And I only did it because <laughs> everybody else on the network begged me to do it. Oh, okay. He wrote every question in order and demanded that I that I read everything verbatim and in order and ask him only the questions that he already prepared for me. Oh, my gosh. Good grief. There was no questions I could ask. It was only his stuff. Jeez. Yeah, I don't blame you. I wouldn't... Um... Now, if somebody said, hey, you could ask me some questions, but I want these mixed in between, uh, I can work with that, but don't give me an entire script. I'm I'm not an actor. Yeah, Yeah, don't tell me (laughs) what I can and can't do on my show. (laughs) I mean, come on. Yeah. So, no, that's, yeah, that's kind of silly. But um, I know they, they were talking about how somebody that did know what they were talking about said something about that jet fuel could never melt steel beams or something. They were saying that just, so I don't know. It's, uh, that whole thing's going to remain a mystery and nobody, like you said, nobody's going to get, I think it was Dick Cheney that was one of the big ones. Yeah, we know he's never going to get questioned. Oh. No, him, Rumsfeld, all of them. They 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 did their part already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. At least they got Shaney's daughter out of there. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Funny, funny, funny. He's still really sore about that one too. But we'll. Uh... <sighs> Never, I guess it's uh, an exciting time. We really never know what we're going to wake up to. So, the um, guess where were the five? The Canadian fires, though, are just, I mean, so out of control. It's just crazy when you look at how many they've had. I mean, Trudeau, though... I think he's pretty he's pretty unpopular over there. And I sure hope the Canadians are figuring out something to boot his butt out of there. Well, who's who's less popular in their own country though, Brandon or Trudeau? Uh, well, it should be Trudeau. Trudeau's done more harm. I mean, he's been ridiculous, in my opinion, as far as people's personal, like, freedoms, you know what I mean, and rights. 
but financially, yeah, pretty bad. And pretty bad. But, you know, all of them are guilty of of genocide, basically. The allowing of it, or, you know, maybe they didn't plan it, but they were definitely a part of it. For sure. You know, people... People better... (laughs) I mean, if, if they haven't figured out that it's... Well, I know they haven't figured it out because the information isn't out there. You have to dig for it. You have to research it on your own. And there's only about 10... 15% 15% of us that's going to even do that and look for it. I mean, they just, you know, you go back into the 90s and you know this was all planned as far as the bioweapon, but um, just the remdesivir thing with Fauci, I mean, mm-hmm. the remdesivir was, I mean, in Ah, I, I can't say it was worse, but I don't know. I mean, maybe it was. The, the fact that that hospitals took your loved ones in and, and and made them die alone, oh, I mean, I would have been arrested. I would have been arrested because there's no way that I would have let a family member of mine go into a hospital and be treated that way. I would have flipped. For sure. Because I just wasn't trusting them at all. I mean, <laughs> literally when my mother, when we got back in Florida, she she was so bad I could hear her her breathing was just awful. You know, I heard the wheezing and I was like, Mom, she's got to go to the doctor. And so, you know, we went to that clinic and and her, her oxygen was like in the 80s. And uh, she goes, uh, she needs to go to the hospital now. And we both looked at that nurse and we were like, no, <laughs> no flipping way. I said, She's got oxygen at home. I said, you give her the antibiotics she needs. I'll take her home, and I'll get her well. And it was funny. They made us sign a form stating that we refused to go to the hospital. But, uh, you know, she had double pneumonia, and it was so strange. But um, got her home, and, you know, got her on the medicine and all that stuff, and she had her off. She was fine. She got over it. So it, it's just it's so sad to think of the people that trusted these flipping. You know, and I I get mad, and I, I started to say these flipping doctors. And, you know, it's not fair because I know not all of them are that way. But the majority of them you know, just stood back and let all this happen. They really did. So I'm sorry. I can't, I'm I'm not going to, you know, brush over it. <laughs> sorry. 
just not going to do it. It's um, They stood back and did nothing, and they allowed so many people to have this freaking talk bioweapon injected into their bodies. They allowed, you know, their loved ones to be taken in there and basically given they they basically became a part of a big experiment and they and they killed i mean everybody knows that over 50% of the people put on remdesivir died i would i think and i bet the numbers even bigger because the com i mean the combination of people getting sick with with this bioweapon that they put out there and then being injected with that remdesivir, I mean, the percentage it might even be greater than that. But, um, I mean, Fauci knew this. Fauci knew about remdesivir. He knew from a previous study, it's documented, it's out there, the information. I mean, it can easily be found. And... Well, I don't know about easily, you know, you got to do a little bit of digging. But like I said, if, if you look up the Fauci COVID-19 dossier by Dr. David Martin, it's all there. You know, it's 50, uh, Fauci knew that 53% of the people placed on remdesivir, according to the previous study with another virus that they used it on, he knew that it would kill 53% of the people placed on it. So it's um, for him to shut down everything and say, nope, the only only treatment you're to administer to people is remdesivir. You know, you can't do this, you can't do that. It just, it's just insane. And then that Paul, um, oh, I never can remember his um I don't have the book here that I have it written in. You know, well, several several of the doctors. There were so many doctors that were actually treating it, and and everybody was turning out okay. And then they suppressed them and shut them down. I mean, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just over it. People that try to say that we're conspiracy theorists and all this stuff. It's like no, you guys were all just. Ugh. I don't even know the proper word to use for it, but um, I don't have anything good to say about it. And I'm, I don't care about hurting their feelings anymore. You know, we all tried to be nice, tried to help. But, but gosh, I can remember getting attacked so many times. <laughs> So many times on Facebook or whatever. I mean, I, you know, I don't like to delete friends, but there were some that I sure did. Oh, I have no I problem can, deleting people. Yeah, I couldn't deal with it. I was like, uh, uh, and they just, it, what's so funny is if people will ever look at both sides, it's like, when you're just trying to provide information and you're not attacking them personally, you know, that says a lot because that's all they would ever do. 
it's like they would just, you know, you would just suggest something and they would like come back at you and it's like they're not just throwing information at you. They're coming back at you and they're attacking you. And I, I mean, that right there told me that, you know, they had no relevance to their argument. They just, they just didn't like that you didn't think the same way they did, which is, like you said, the Democratic thing. It's, it's These Marxists, party uh, that, they, they, they will kill you yeah. for not liking what they like. Yeah, exactly. You have to think. The, the thing is, is that they've been able to get away with what they've wanted for so long that yeah. they they don't have to nego- negotiate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, and and that's you know, and that's what I try to get people to look at and and be like, you know, because in, in, in here again, it's like, you know, there are people out there. I know. Um, oh. Uh, Patrick David, on his show, he was he called out Adam. He said, "Adam," he said, "He said you have never voted anything other than Democratic." He said, "Your whole life, you have never voted." So he said, "You know, you can't, you can't say that." Whatever they were talking about, he said, "No," he said, "Because you've never voted Republican." You know, because the other guys were saying, "You know, we're neutral." We're not on either side. We've we've always just voted for the person. And Adam was trying to say he was the same way. And and Patrick, he was like, no, he's like, no, you have you have always voted on one side. So he said, you cannot say that. And I agree with that because it, I mean, I have I've voted for both. I mean, I I've voted for all three. It's like, yeah, I am not on either side right now. I want nothing to do with with the left because I I feel it's just completely corrupt. Now, do I I feel like the Republican Party has a lot of it corrupt too, but it it's not nearly as bad as the left. So, you know, I just you have to I can't tell you anyone on the blue side, honestly, that know of to be you know with anything remotely that that I would agree with as far but but I know several you know on the Republican side that congressmen you know different people I know that actually do you know are trying to protect the people and, and work for the people and and so mm-hmm. forth. But no, I don't believe that on the left. They could care less. You know, I so that's what people have to realize. The 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 Democratic Party I think changed. Literally it could have been when when they shot, you know, John F. Kennedy. That could have been the that could have been the moment when when it changed because he was a Democrat and he had big changes, changes coming supposedly, you know, I think that's why they killed him. So. But I guess not enough people 
So, I mean, there was somebody talking about that, too, how um, there was, was there like a a witness in the car next to them or something? Um, oh, who was talking about that? To where they won't even let them testify? Uh, I mean, there was somebody that was like super close or something, supposedly that testified and or that was wanting to testify that they had heard multiple shots or whatever. And they would, they like made it to where this person could never testify. So, and I think they were saying that he, maybe would they be like 88 years old now? But anyway, it's, um, (laughs) CIA, all these, all these different organizations are just so corrupt. FBI, I mean, it just, it's all a joke. All a big joke. You know, they've all lost their integrity. So, you know, we don't, (laughs) what do you have when, when all those people like that, when the, the people of this country don't believe there's integrity in any of these organizations anymore? I mean, you have to dissolve them. You can't fix that. Fire them all. Get rid of all of them. Because anybody that would continue to work In a group that they know That that is that corrupt They've got to be corrupt themselves I mean you can't tell me that If there were several People on either side truly cared about the people and wanted to do the right thing, you can't tell me that they wouldn't all band together. You know they would. It just doesn't make any sense. So I think they're all bad. My opinion. Yeah, I think so myself. Yeah. So... Well, at least it's the weather turning nice here in my neck of the woods. A little bit nicer. It's been cooling down. Just uh, hoping that there's no more tragic events that happen here. And I just hope Mally gets straightened out soon. Something good's got to start happening. I guess there have been a few things that have happened. Just obviously not going to hear about it unless you look for it. So. So you have anything else you're working on? We got like uh, five minutes left here. If we leave early, Um, I don't really care. Not like yeah. we're going to learn anything. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think so. I, uh, the, the other thing I was going to read is too long, so no. We'll do it another night. Although I do think it's funny that Brandon, in the, in the middle of the speech yesterday, just right in the middle of talking, just stops what he's doing 
and says, I think I need a nap. And then he just walks off the stage. No goodbye, no nothing, just mid-sentence. Uh, I think I need a nap. And then he just walks off. Where was and that was it. I Vietnam. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, wow. No. Oh, jeez. He may not make it. Well, I'm sure they'll do everything they can. Uh, he, to. he totally got 81 million votes, and he'll get even more next time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially since he doesn't need a campaign, you know. He did all that without campaigning. Did it all from his basement. So this time he's not even going to have to debate, you know. Oh, yeah. So he, it's a pass. Of course he won't debate. Right. If he debates, then he'll lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no way he's going to be capable of debating this time. That's why they don't want him to. For sure. Uh-oh. Sure, for sure. I'm yawning. Yes, it is bedtime. Yeah, it's there. I'll go ahead and knock out the show then. We made it. All righty. Yeah, no calls. All right, well, we'll we'll see you Monday. All right, sounds good. Everyone else, I'll be back again tomorrow, though. So please support the other shows on the network. It's not just the proof negative show here, but until tomorrow, hold on to the handrail, keep pulp alive, and remember only you can prevent forest fires. I am proof negative, and I am oot. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.